On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to JBTV, the podcast, and I'm Jerry Bryant. We're going to talk about uh, the band, A Silent Film. I had Greg Corner in the studio. He's our music director. This interview is going to take you back uh, to the year 2013. And then there's going to be a second part of this show. They came back to JBTV for the second time, and that was in the year 2016. We started out in Oxford in England. Um, Spencer and I met at school. We were rival drummers in two different bands. Now, how were your grades in school? Were they good? They were fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exemplary. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, we, we just started sneaking out of lessons to, to play shows around town when we were underage, uh-huh. getting kicked out of bars and stuff, and uh, just didn't ever stop, basically. Didn't ever... So what was the most memorable one? You know, like you had those, that one show that you're going, this is really, now you're hooked. You know, it's like, it's like a drug, the rock and roll drug that gets you. There's little milestones all along the way. Mm-hmm. We played the smallest stage at the worst time of day on a really rainy, miserable day at Glastonbury. Uh-huh. That was really great. Now, even, why was even it the smallest it a, stage? How, I mean, how, like, like, as big as this carpet? or Similar. No. similar no, it was a fine stage. I remember it being so muddy backstage that they had, you couldn't really... Like getting the gear to the stage was pretty funny, but oh, wow. uh, I think you know that was great. Even though there's only so many people there, and then you, you do another show a year later that's taking you to the next level. You keep going, keep going. We've done some great festivals in Europe to a lot of people, and and then you know we play shows out here. This tour that we're on now, and it, we're seeing more people than ever come to the shows. So mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's a great time right now. Yeah, especially when you get the new fans, right? Because yeah. they, they, you know, they, they start out maybe like you're opening for somebody, like they're coming to see another band, and then all of a sudden, like first or second song, they're going, oh, I don't know if I like this. Then they're that's de- our favorite. Yeah, then they I, get into I, it. I watch right? him when we're on stage. I watch him. I see the sort of the boyfriend who's coming with the girlfriend. She's into the band, or she's into the other band, and uh-huh. the boyfriend's just like stood there trying to be cool. But we get him in the end. Uh-huh. I just lock eyes with him, just make sure he's having fun. That's a, that's that, you must feel so good when that happens, right? <laughs> it's a great feeling. I think. Um, second to actually writing songs and writing something that you're happy with um, is is really just an amazing feeling. I feel really lucky and blessed that we get to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then performing them to people um, because you can you can't get the pleasure of performing them over and over. You know your songs inside out. You've um, you've agonised over the details and you've usually grown beyond them anyway. But when you see somebody else hear it for the first time, it's going back to that moment when you first wrote it and everything you planned. And it's a great moment, yeah. Wow. Um, I'm sure you're going to have millions of those now. Millions? <laughs> well, I love your optimism. I love this. This is great. I feel brilliant after we this feel interview. Like yeah. I feel really good about myself. <laughs> well, I do too after, uh, after doing so many interviews here at JVTV. So, you know. I love this studio. This is so yeah. cool. Well, this is, you know, I built this studio just for great musicians. And uh, it's all because of this band, Kill Hannah, a local Chicago band. Oh, yeah? Greg right now is actually running the camera. Oh. It, if you'd like to get a, co- a shot of Greg over here, because, uh, see, Greg actually started with JBTV in such a roundabout way. And now he's actually hosting the show, <laughs> as you can tell. And, uh, and also, you're uh, running camera can for the show. So. Can you get a shot of his shoes while we're doing it as well? Because these are... <laughs> He's got awesome shoes. Uh, he's like a, a style guy, you know. He's, mm. uh, he's always uh, styling for us. Lovingly here. unlaced as well. It's very cool. <laughs> very cool. And that's going to cause us a problem one of these days. 
Well, he's he, going to trip. He's holding yeah. a camera I, and he's I know. got laces it's, untied. That, <laughs> that is irresponsible. They wouldn't let that happen in England. You'd be off yeah. the uni. That wouldn't work so at the BBC, would it? Look at them. They're like, you're like wearing pillows on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> Trendy pillows. Yeah. So we have the Adidas sponsorship, right, Greg? Is that going to be on JVTV? Locked. We'll see. It's locked in. <laughs> you guys have any product sponsors yet? or? <sighs> mm. um, Got given some rather nice boots. You could look at... I mean, Robert mm. has some pretty nice shoes. Uh-huh. These, these, boots, these boots, Run Rider uh-huh. um, in New York. We love these boots. Um, I don't know. We're, 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 you know we're, we're available for sponsorships, endorsements. Mm-hmm. Anyone wants to... I like Yogi Tea. I could do with some nice. free... Uh, Free herbal teas. Uh-huh. That'd be great. You guys are in the teas. I know it's the first thing. So I need hot water immediately when you came in here. <laughs> that makes us sound, yeah. Actually, that's true. I guess that it's is true. what we sound like. What we yeah. say every, everywhere we go. Yeah. You don't like kettles in America, we've noticed. This no, is a thing for us. Those. No, no. Yeah. We have like, microwaves. <laughs> you do, yeah. People like walk around with kettles in England. You uh-huh. can never be more than five meters away from a kettle. Yeah. Uh, but you guys are so known for tea. I mean, yeah. here, everything we have is served up as, as carbonated soda yeah. and uh, expensive of coffee we even have coffee houses now billy corgan oh yeah with uh smashing pumpkins you've heard of him he actually opened a tea house so maybe that would be a place for you to go to if you're in chicago here long enough to to get some real tea and you could then do a commentary on it because i'm not sure billy corgan you know uh if this is authentic tea and these guys would know so we'll (laughs) see (laughs) go and let's lie down all right i was trying to think of a pun on a smashing pumpkin song uh to go with tea, but uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't get there in time. No, it's, no, it's too oblique, really, isn't it? <laughs> we'll say it maybe during the set if we think of it before then. Yeah. 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 So tell us about some of the songs you're going to do today on our stage. Whatever you want us to do. What do we, we, six or seven, something like that? Uh-huh. Yeah. We're just going to play banging hits, beginning to end. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah we'll do well, each um, one. I, listening to the sound check, I was totally impressed, as usual. When a band of your caliber comes in, you guys just went on there and took over the stage. You put this awesome. Now, did you make that sign, uh, your silent treatment? Uh, did you actually make that physically, or did you have that made for you? <laughs> we, we, yeah, we fumbled that together out of uh-huh. odds and sods um, in Florida, and, and we're very proud of it. Uh-huh. I'm not, it's, it's someday, because we literally, before the show starts, it sits up there and it's off for like a few hours, and mm-hmm. everyone else is switching over, change over, and then the only way to turn it on is literally at the last minute before we go on. Uh-huh. And just waiting for the day when it just doesn't go on. Oh, wow. You know, that would be such a letdown. <laughs> but that, yeah, then we've only got ourselves to blame. But that's cool. But you did it so well. You even put a dimmer on it. You're thinking about, you know, different light it's levels getting way shows. too technical here. You know? Sure. <laughs> no, knowing our audience. Um, hey, this is Technology Today at JVTV, where technology is number one. Yeah. <laughs> we put a dimmer, a dimmer in line. And if anyone needs to know more about that, just email us mm-hmm. at... At Sign dimmers.com. No. Yeah, <laughs> all dimmers, all the time. <laughs> That's what we do. So tell us how you write your songs and everything. Um, we never... Uh, the, the worst thing when writing songs, I think, is to talk about it mm-hmm. too much and um, explain how you think you write songs because then you kind of limit your possibilities. Mm-hmm. If you're following a formula, you're kind of missing the best thing about writing songs, which is surprising yourself and thus surprising other people. So I think... It's, the trick is to never, ever approach it from the same direction, mm-hmm. ever, and just be open-minded. Approach it with the most open mind, which is sometimes the hardest thing in life, full stop. So, uh, yeah, we all suffer from that. Uh-huh. So where was the weirdest place that you've uh, written a song? The weirdest place? 
It comes up in every interview, but it's got to be Delaware, doesn't it? Like, Delaware? Like, <laughs> you could have said four years ago, there would have been a song on the second album that was a Delaware song. Uh, you'd be like, nah, I don't know. Did it help you in there for radio or anything? Did it actually work out? That, is there uh, radio in Delaware? Yeah. No, I don't know. There's a lot of horseshoe crabs as far yeah, as I they've got a lot of crabs. Yeah. And they've got a couple of bars on the beach. Uh-huh. Which is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, it's the crabs that'll kill you. <laughs> it is, yeah. They oh, have... wait, I'm not sure which crabs we're talking about on JVTV, but uh, either one, they're, you know. <laughs> the clean English gentleman, Jerry. Surely only one type of crab. Are you making VD in your in window? I, it came from I, him first. I, I, I just was talking about crabs. <laughs> Delaware, you know. Uh, we've, yeah, we're going down that road. We should probably stop this uh, road. Now, you've been in Chicago before. Yeah, we yeah. were here at Schubert's earlier this year. It was amazing. Was We've that your first before. time here then? It's our first time here, and the yeah. room sold out. Now, I don't know how that happened. I don't know if uh, somebody was selling tickets to something that they shouldn't have been, but the, mm. we, were, we played to a full room on the first trip to Chicago ever. Wow. That's pretty cool, right? That's, That's amazing, yeah. yeah. So we, we were stunned and very lucky, and uh, we'll see how the, how the show tonight. Lincoln Hall? Is Lincoln Hall, right? yeah. Yep. That's yeah. a great venue. You're well, going to like everybody it Everybody says that. As soon as you say it, everyone goes... So yeah, I'm very excited. Or really disappointed. Because my expectations are like really right up here now. You, you I'm expecting silver service. I was going to say, you expect warm warm tea when we arrive. Uh, ke- like, have to ask for it. like at least six kettles in the venue <laughs> at different positions. So what kind of kettle should we get here at JBTV? Because you have to have a burner and a, you have to have stuff for it, right? No. Yeah, your problem no. is, I don't need... What, I, can they not run kettles on power over here? Or, you know, yes, why don't you? Why yes, don't you? Yes, get, you should just get a kettle. Yeah. That you it's fill it with water. You press a button, and it it becomes boiling water, mm-hmm. and that's it. Wow. That's but strangely, it. we see them all the time. This is getting so boring. I'm so sorry. We see kettles all the time out here, but they're mm-hmm. these plastic things, mm. flimsy as, as as crazy. And then um, when you when they actually boil, they don't stop boiling yeah. so if you left it on and left the house you burn the house down so i think maybe there's fear of kettles is the uh-huh. problem we've got to overcome not just there are, there are kettles here just people are very frightened of them wow so you're going to spearhead the uh <laughs> it would be nice if if there were a few more kettles uh-huh. don't don't have a fear for kettles on jbtv <laughs> it'll it'll be a non-profit organization we'll get funding you guys will whoa, whoa, do uh, whoa. <laughs> the preservation of kettles around america we do enough non-profit funding. That's, that's what we do every day when we play, all right? Yeah. That, that sucks, doesn't it? The, the whole economy, the way things are going. But things are changing because uh, every day now, it's harder and harder to steal you know, music off the internet and everything. So it's easier yep. to get your music out there, but it's also getting better for the, the downloads and illegal stuff. Plus, you know, there's so many corporations now that look at songs. You have so many songs that'd be good for commercials, you know. That's cool. That's where you can make all your... One of the nice things for us is that um, that this amazing online presence you can build, it kind of levels the playing field to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. You can reach a bigger audience with a lot less money than you would have been able to, say, 10, 15 years ago, which is good for us. That's fantastic. We're -hmm. we're completely independent the way that we run our business, our our, sort of our band. Um, So we really benefit from that. Mm-hmm. And there is this sort of crazy idea now that um, cream can actually rise where before you'd need some massive like, company plowing money into it to show uh-huh. people where the band is. But now you put something online that's, that's meaningful, that people respond to, they have a way of getting in contact with you. You have a way of building something meaningful, which, mm-hmm. is, which is a good thing. 
And you've got a good fan base. You have a loyal fan base. That's yeah, so cool. A very loyal fan base. Yeah. And you tweet a lot, too. I, I, I saw that. So. Oh, yeah. Captain yeah. Tweet over here. I do tweets. Uh -huh. I am a man who tweets. Yes. Have you ever gotten in trouble for your tweets? Like you said something, maybe, yeah, like the rest of the actually, band goes, why did you do no, that? Why did you oh, no. possibly tweet that out so fast? That, that, happens, that happens all the time. The one, I think the worst one I ever did was when we were mixing the record and um, we were mixing a track that ended up being the last track on the record and you could tell as it was being mixed that it was clearly going to be the last track on the record and that was exciting. And I did a hashtag and I said, um, sounds like an album ender. Turns out that you can actually read that as sounds like anal bum ender. And uh, I think I got about 50 tweets back in about five minutes saying, what the hell are you talking about? Um, that was pretty weird. Ended your anal, uh, anal bomb. <laughs> yeah, we, we've stopped with the anal bomb ending. And we, yeah, it, it turns, I learned a lesson, you know, check your hashtags. Uh -huh. Could be a double meaning in there. So, you know, since then we're all good. Uh -huh. But that caused a big problem with the band, huh? So big. You, you, you were at a point of maybe like, this is it. If you're going to do that one yeah. more time, <laughs> one more of these crazy tweets of yours. Yeah. <laughs> it was either, you know, learn my lesson and, and accept the spanking mm -hmm. um, or leave uh, the mm -hmm. band. And, um, and so I took the spanking like a man, mm -hmm. you know. That gave the spanking. Thank you, sir. May I have another like that kind of uh, agenda? <laughs> uh <-huh>. And uh, <laughs> I think we all learned something that day. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you survived it. Yeah, I think yeah. that... Uh, Catherine, who was mixing the track at the time, was kind of weirded out by the whole procedure. But well, I, the spanking part, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so she was mixing that while this was happening. Oh yeah. Well, she also, for the record, was like the first person to tweet me back, and so I had to then address the fact that why was she checking Twitter uh -huh. when she was in the middle of mixing our song? You know, which was uh -huh. great. That was another whole. Yeah, that's thing. another yeah. debacle where you should be working 100% concentration. Social media. Social media gets, in, you know, it gets into everything now. Yeah, it ruins everything. It People's does. lives have gotten destroyed oh, yeah. over it, you know. Yeah. Especially on, on Facebook, you know, they, they, they follow girlfriends that are, are turn out to be guy friends. Yeah. Uh, who yeah. are... It's uh, not the end of the world. Know, it could yeah. happen. That's, that's, sorry. It's deception. <laughs> you're, you're not on Facebook, so you I don't really understand what's going on right now. Uh, I've never been on Facebook in my life. Well, you're it not missing anything. Uh, oh, I really? think, yeah, okay. I think paper and pencil is really the new technique that's going to sweep the world. Watch for it. <laughs> and etcher sketches. I'm, I'm investing oh, yeah. in the Bring etcher sketch. Yeah. sketch. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, the one you had to like if you dropped it, it lost everything in two mm -hmm. seconds. So you know. So you're working on some new videos or anything? Or what are we up to? We're um, we're out in support of our single Harbor Lights at the moment, mm -hmm. which um, which has got a video and. Uh, yeah, we'll Where'd see you shoot where that takes us. Give us some background on that video. In Los Angeles, mm -hmm. we uh, we got to do the old LA thing. We have great friends in LA now, uh -huh. so it's it's not like that we get. That sounds so LA. That's <laughs> sorry, such an LA. Sorry. It's like we got really For good sure. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got our best friends in LA. Yeah, I just yeah. think sometimes they're in the industry. I don't know if you know what it's it's Hollywood. It's not sometimes like it reeks of like a super British. Like we're very British, and a super British band suddenly goes to LA and does an LA video. It's just so cliched, but it was very natural. And it was very much that we were there on tour anyway, and we like I say, we've made some good friends, and mm -hmm. and everything's there. It's all just there. Mm. Like beaches, sun, the good weather, the like camera crews, beautiful people, <laughs> <laughs> beautiful people, yeah, and so. lots of sushi and stuff. You like that? Oh. Right? Yeah, you yeah. guys are like sushi experts. Well, uh, America does good sushi. Yeah, uh -huh. we're just happy to partake. I wouldn't say we're, we're not. Oh, now Indian food. Indian food, yeah. Tell yeah, us about yeah. that. It's hot, spicy. Uh -huh. It'll it'll make you happy. Sweat. Yep. All that good stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. What's good here in Chicago? What's the what do we mean? Is, go- is it deep pan pizza? Is that what we're known for? Pizza and, and the hot dog, the Chicago and, yeah, dogs Chicago and dogs and stuff. And, and uh, is there anything else? Because they're the only two that we knew. That's probably it. That's no, it. actually, everything here in Chicago, every type of food you mentioned, we have got world class yeah. restaurants for every single type of food. So, you know. But yeah. Greg knows more. Greg, where would you go for good food in Chicago? Here, um, as, I, as I move the camera here. <laughs> do you want to do some of the interview now? Do you have some sure, questions? Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, Greg here in the studio with a silent film from England, Oxford, actually. Yeah. Um, coming from England, when you come to the United States, what annoys you the most besides the ah. kettle thing? Because when I go to England, what annoys me the most is like the the sinks with the two faucets for hot and cold. Like, why don't they just have one together? All the venues out there. You know, blue, red, they don't have it together. You know, you have to, you have right, to, turn, you have to right. turn the cold one on, no, the hot one on, and like, it's like take, so annoying. If you want to take it into the bathroom, yeah. uh, uh, soap instead of shower gel in uh, hotel bathrooms. Okay. Yeah, okay. We're, shower, we're a shower gel nation. Okay, yeah, that's true. Built on gel. <laughs> Uh, and you're down with the soap. And actually, well, you got to get a fresh bar of soap every time you go to the hotel. Which, I know, and I think it's a little wasteful. Okay, like, who's yeah. making this soap? How much soap do they have? Is it a finite resource? These are all questions I have every time I step in the bath in America. So. <laughs> I'll say too much ice in uh, Oh, in yes, America. very, very true. Too much ice. Who wants a cup of ice? Mm. Yeah, yeah. No one. Hey, but when I go out there, I don't get enough ice. You know, I have to put ice on the rider. I have to put ice on the rider to get out there. <laughs> not refillable drinks must drive you nuts. No, actually, no. I, I, I'm not. I'm not down with the super size and the big gulps and all that stuff. I'm not, I'm not that American. You know. <laughs> so you know, growing up in Oxford, you know, what was your first perception of the United States? And when you guys finally came here, what what were like? Were you let down? Were you uh, more excited or? No, it's amazing. It's movie land to us. It's like E.T. and yeah, I don't know why I just said it. Blazing Saddles. <laughs> it's like it's just ludicrous fun and coming out here and seeing um, this amazing country. It's like fifty countries rolled in. Yeah, one, it's you know? true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be high desert, like then straight up into mountains and snow, and yeah. and it's just amazing the things that we get to see. And it it feels like that to us. It feels like you're in the movies. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, and I, I know when you when you travel in a van, your first tour is probably in a van, and um, yeah. you know you get to actually see the country, which yeah. you know if you're in a bus, you don't necessarily get to see it. Yeah, you know how it is. So yeah. we we drive, uh, like we just take turns. We, yeah. we we we're doing all the driving. So you get that experience of actually driving into the city, yeah. and you meet people, and then you drive back out of the city, and it's a whole different thing. If we'd come here. And it's been chucked on a bus, and you just sleep in, yeah, and yeah. you stay up late drinking on the bus. Uh, it would have been fun, but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you would miss a whole interaction with the country that yeah. that we've really valued. Do you have any favorite drives like that? You like like scenery where you're just like blown away, where you're just like, wow, I can't believe this is real. Vancouver to Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah. isn't that drive awesome? I've done that too. Yeah. Like the Blue yeah. Mountains or something. That yeah. that yeah, it looks like amazing. the like it looks like the Sound of Music with mm. like the plush yeah. green hills, and then and then the other good the, one for us is again go, but this time going from Utah or Colorado through Utah to Vegas and okay, on to yeah, California. That, yeah, yeah. that just is crazy. It's yeah. like Mars. Like big, wide, red <laughs> yeah. rocks. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's nothing like that probably anywhere in Europe, you know? No, so. no, no. no. It's, um, it's a unique landscape. And For me, it's Oklahoma. <laughs> I just like it flat. 
I like it. I like my landscape flat, and I like it empty. Yeah, that's great to drive through, right? It's a, it's so exciting. Dallas to uh, Phoenix yeah. drives. Yeah, yeah. Or going through Wyoming. Going through Wyoming. Have you done that yet? Wyoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another great, great state. I like it ordinary. <laughs> Let's stop plain. dissing the state, shall we? We did Iowa in one night once. The entire. Okay. The, so we ne- we just got out and had a had a, a wee at one point, <laughs> but we literally d- didn't see anything. It was just nighttime the whole time. What was like when you first got to the country? What was the first thing you had to do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like, what were you looking forward to the most? Like, you know, um, I I, quite a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. we landed like, in we landed in Kansas City. Yeah. I just remembered oh, wow. we um we were playing a radio show with Smashing Pumpkins. Oh wow! And that was our initiation. Did you did you grow up like exactly. like liking Amazing. the pumpkins or no? Love, yeah. love, right. love. The you know, pumpkins. I had a flashback to that day yesterday. I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I remember this is this should be an eye opener to how green we were. I remember we took photos of each other in the backstage area next to um, the trucks because they were the first proper American trucks. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Like English trucks are kind of boring. American yeah, yeah. trucks, they look like Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we actually took pictures of each other <laughs> in front of these trucks. That is, that should suggest, that was us three and a half years True. ago. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I haven't done that for at least two months now. So yeah, I like, think my my first tour to like England, I was taking picture of like every church, you know, and there's like you know all the churches any, in the anything building. red, like a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah, red letterbox, yeah. yeah, yeah. a red phone booth, exactly, exactly, or a red double decker bus. And then yeah. like you know going to Manchester, I had to go to a factory, and I had to go oh, to like you know uh, Shepherd's Lads Club, and like yeah. all the, all the landmarks of like you know all the bands that I grew up with, you know. Yeah. So yeah. what American bands did you guys grow up with? Like was Smashing Pumpkins and yeah, you know, what else? You know? A lot of grunge stuff is happening when we were younger so smashing pumpkins and nirvana were just changing our lives which is really great there's always been this great what we call like a a sort of pan-atlantic game of tennis going on with music you know like england will serve something up and then america will digest it and serve it back and that's like this cross-pollination has been so great for both british and american music yeah i mean like led zeppelin wouldn't be led zeppelin without you know, yeah, the blues, blues and, and stuff. Yeah, exactly, stuff. absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. the Beatles without the Beach Boys. And it's just, yeah, back and forth. So here we are on JBTV. I'm in the studio with a silent film for the second time. And uh, give us your name. I'm Robert. And I'm Spencer. So you're looking forward to today's show? Uh, we're very much looking forward to today's show. Chicago is a wonderful city. Uh, it's actually called the Windy City, not because of the weather, but because of the amount the politicians used to talk. And that's a little known fact about Chicago that I just wanted to let you know that some British people know. Mm-hmm. Silent Here they are on the JBTV HD stage for their second time, a silent film. Enjoy, Chicago. I, I thought it was so cool that one of our viewers that you were signing, which was D, yes, discovered you here at JBTV. Oh, that's amazing. And now is a lifelong fan. Isn't that amazing? That is fantastic. And just being able to meet new people, that's, really music is about communicating with new people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's, that's absolutely fabulous for us. Now, for their second time on JBTV, a silent film. This is one of my favorite bands of all time. Talent is just oozing out of you. <laughs> we are oozing. We're feeling very oozy on this tour. It's so how long tour. has this tour been so far? Uh, we are about 10 shows in, and then we go uh, straight after the show in Chicago. We go over and we're opening for Silver Sun Pickups for 10 oh, wow. shows. 
on the West Coast, which is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we come back through and we do another sort of six headline shows. So we, we're about halfway through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the Silver Sun pickups, they are so yeah. good. You yeah, know? we are very, very pleased. Just just to play with them is great, but to watch them each night is even better. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And you have an awesome vinyl yes. album out, Ooh, but you have something yes. even better. Oh, now, oh, oh we oh. do. Yes. Yeah. So many treats. Yes. So uh, this is a... Bonus I'll, I'll hide the code so no one can steal. Oh, yeah, don't do that. This yeah. is... Uh, <laughs> This is uh, so when you get the vinyl, you get an exclusive song. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, <laughs> and you also get what I like to call a. If you would just hold this, Robert. Yeah, this is totally awesome. I like to call this a sexy poster. Uh-huh. So that's look at these two hunky devils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's us. Like, why are we taking another photo? We don't want to be here. Look how miserable we look. You that's look great. great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they're like, that's not miserable, that's sexy. And we're like, whatever, put it in the vinyl. <laughs> so uh, to me, what a package. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, oversell it, but if I could, I would mm-hmm. sell it over and over again. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. and you got to buy it over and over again because you got to support the bands out there. You got to, you know, buy the merchandise and stuff like that, especially vinyl because vinyl is so rare. Yeah, it, it went out of so, style. Yeah. Everybody got rid of their vinyl and all of a sudden, oh, it's back. It's, you know? It is back. It's so great that it's back. Can you imagine if you lost your, if you got rid of your vinyl stash? Right. Like do you have a big collection? Well, I do because my dad got rid of his vinyl stash to me. Oh, really? Oh, okay. that's good. And then, and then vinyl got cool again. He's like, yeah. oh, can I have it back? And it's like, no. (laughs) This is what impresses all the ladies when they see it all on the walls, all the albums. Look how hip I look. Isn't that the way it used to be, though, when you show off your collection? It's like, here are the albums. Now it's like, oh, it's on my iPhone. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Let me just scroll. Oh, wait, Beach Ball. Hang on one sec. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I have it here somewhere. I'm streaming it, but I'm not on Wi-Fi, so I can't play it to you. Yeah. No, so vinyl is a little sexier, and it's really interesting... This is the first time we've been able to do a record um, in vinyl. And uh, I would say a third of the people who come and buy it from the shows actually openly say, mm-hmm. I don't actually have a record player, mm-hmm. but I just love collecting vinyl because it's something tangible and it's mm-hmm. something real again mm-hmm. that makes me feel like I have ownership of part of the album. Right, and, so and it's you like, get something with it, you know. Right. So it, yeah. it, in a way, that resonates more back to perhaps how we started collecting music when we were kids. Mm-hmm. So it's what nice was the first for album to see. you collected? Um, <laughs> the first band you Nirvana Nirvana, Nirvana 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 Nevermind of course oh, yeah. Wow, yeah which yeah. is that was that was our childhood it was either you were either into Nirvana or Guns N' Roses I suppose I was very much Nirvana <laughs> yeah uh, to the extreme Vanilla Rice uh-huh. well it's all it's all good music there's no, no, nothing no, wrong with you know. That's, that's not good music. That is not good oh, okay. music. Come on, let's face it. <laughs> he had that great hit, "Ice Ice Baby." Yeah, Those lyrics yeah. are in their minds. <laughs> yeah. What's really worrying is that I could probably still recite that entire album, having uh-huh. got it when I was like seven years old, uh-huh. and it's like, yeah. But it didn't uh, affect you anyway, so you know. Uh, I hope not. I really hope Robert could probably answer that question. I'm just a big supporter of music, you know, because it is also it's something like your music is just out there saving people. It's just a fabric of life, you know. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it that 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 means something for you to sell it to us. It really matters. Like we started making music as a form of expression for no other less sort of selfish act than that. It's just a form of expression to communicate with people, and if people get anything good out of it, that is incredible. Tell us about the real early days. Now that you have a chance to look back at it, <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, we, we used to sneak out of school, snare drum under the arm, go into clubs. In fact, I do want to call out one club in Oxford that definitely kicked us out 
for being underage yeah. so that they wouldn't pay us. So yeah, I'm just uh, the, the, these are the things that happen when you're younger. But we, we so they made you play that. a show. Yeah, yeah. Play a show, uh-huh. and then they kick you out. And then when you try and get back in, be like, hey, you got to pay us. They're like, you're, you guys are underage. You can't come, you can't in, come in, in here. You, you learned a lot yeah. about business right then and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd love to say we really learned from those lessons, but we didn't really learn from those uh-huh. lessons. Like, but it didn't matter because you were doing something yeah. that you cared about and was in your passion. So, it's, you know. uh, that's, we, we know for a fact that we we are doing something that we genuinely believe in and have always wanted to do. It's never been a question for us. So the, the thrill of doing that alone is incredible. So many people don't get that opportunity in life. Yeah. Um, so we, we don't need a big, a, a, a big round of applause for anything beyond that. We, we love what we do. Yeah. Well, I think you need a big round of applause because <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so good. So, so good. Thank you. you know? yeah. So now, remember when you first came here the first time for your first TV thing? And, yeah. Uh, wasn't that exciting? Or tell us about how that felt. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. You don't realize how scary it is. Like, um, yeah. Is that are we are we doing this for the camera? Are we doing this for the crowd? What's uh, going on? And then you yeah you just have to sort of internalize and go. go we're doing it just, for the crowd because that's all that yeah, matters. Yeah. Just, just do just do what 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 you started out doing. Just do that again. Mm-hmm. Don't overthink it. I think yeah. it was a it was a tough one to do first though because since then a lot of the TV stuff you do is is morning shows oh. and that is like. <laughs> if you imagine what this is yeah like they are in a way the most fun things you ever do because they are so ridiculous mm-hmm. and everyone there is hilarious and mm-hmm. and you just see the weirdest stuff like we'll be setting up to do a little acoustic show on morning news in san diego and there'll mm-hmm. be some like there was the cake lady who was just like this lady in a massive cake outfit just uh-huh. like walking across the set and then there's just these two people cooking donuts over there and then there's a guy over here who's selling flooring products that uh-huh. he wants to talk about and we're just like what are we even doing, are here? doing here honestly <laughs> i haven't even slept yet i am freaking out right now because everything is so confusing especially from the donut lady <laughs> right yeah, the donuts and she's just like no you can't have any until it's done but the, so i think we you know we were a bit spoiled here because then we went off and did some pretty hilarious uh, the setup other you have here, Jerry, is yeah. just it's How just remarkable this? well i, I really built is. this just for great musicians like yourselves and to have an ex- a nice experience you know for your first time and everything and something that you can remember and we still have all that footage <laughs> we are so grateful. Yeah, yeah, and credit to you. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a wonderful place to come yeah. from. Where's your place. vault? My vault? Yeah. Your vault you must a, be. You got a prince like vault, haven't enormous. you? Enormous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where is oh, this you mean footage my vault? being kept? I'm, I'm going vault? I don't know about vault. Uh, it's an English word. No, yeah. no where, where is, where's all it's the footage behind, being kept? It's all behind the uh, stage where you were playing. You were playing in front of all these great bands, so like cool. the Silver Sun Pickups. They were here twice, you know. Nice. And uh, that's why the room sounds so good, because everyone knows big, dense vinyl and tape and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds great. And yeah. soundproofing. You got to have soundproofing. The clubs, yeah. they don't care about any of that stuff. It's just, oh, it's an open space. Put some lights up and, and hope it, it yeah, works, yeah, yeah. you know. And figure out how much money can we make, because we don't want to spend money on soundproofing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for subscribing to JBTV, the podcast. Tell your friends. We'll have a lot more with a silent film. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, really, really wonderful. Now, you played a lot of big venues since you were here last. So tell us about some of the bigger shows you've done. Yeah. Because those, I would think, you know, TV would be easier than doing like 100,000 people. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, we we played a lot of shows. I guess the, the significant ones are more shows that, um, where the venues are very, very important, have a great history. So places like the Troubadour, to go there and headline at the mm-hmm. Troubadour, 
wonderful absolutely brilliant yeah like music I, there's a couple of the new york show. we did music hall of williamsburg i thought was a great show and barry borum is like legendary that's a great venue like and then you know we've done oh, we've done a lot of good things we've got actually we've got a show coming up later this year that i don't know if it's been announced but i don't really care the uh it's in but we're doing mexico city we're playing a festival out there wow. to a bunch of people and we, we get to be just a couple of bands on the main stage before lcd sound system which oh. is like <laughs> we get to do shows like that and that's like what are we even doing like you're gaining fans <laughs> you're yeah. you're winning over brand new uh fans of yours yeah. that's what you're doing but it's so know? cool for us and i just think you know like we just we can't believe that we're allowed to do this and you know it's like how people measure success is really a very personal thing and they can measure it how they want but we just feel so fortunate that you know we're standing here talking to you in chicago that is a long way from Oxford, where we grew up, mm -hmm. and we at least a twenty-minute ride. At least twenty <laughs> minutes, twenty to thirty minutes in traffic. Oh, in traffic, yeah. and and then you know we're talking about going. You know we we get to go and open for Silver Sun Pickups. We did a festival where we opened for Weezer like recently, and we wow. grew up on Weezer. We were just like fan, fanboys <laughs> backstage, just running around like, is this actually happening? Mm -hmm. We go and play with LCD Sound. It's like this is ridiculous. Right. Who I don't know how this is allowed to happen. Well, it's because you, you skipped out of school and you did those practices and you, yep. you did your dream and you didn't let anybody screw with it. You didn't let anybody say, well, you know, if you change the lyrics or you dress this way or get rid of this, you did it your way, you know? Yeah, it's, it's been this sort of natural sort of drive forward where every time someone says that, we just fall flat on our feet and just, uh, flat on our faces and just kind of go, nope, that didn't work out. Yeah, we just, yeah. just focus on what we think is right. And then yeah. in the long term, we're going to have a good, steady foundation, and, and we build a great fan base that way. And we just, we, we feel really confident with who we are and what we do. We don't have to, yeah. we don't have to change and for also, anybody. Like fundamentally, we've stayed independent. We've never had, we've never had any at any point in our career, any point where we weren't a hundred percent in creative control. Mm -hmm. And you gotta be like, same way with JBTV. I'm right, always. Uh, I sit here and I edit all the shows late yeah. at night and make sure. So if anything's wrong, blame me, America. <laughs> no, but that's true. That's like that's exactly what we wanted. We, I was like, I don't mind making mistakes mm -hmm. as long as there are mistakes. It right, just right. sucks when someone else makes a mistake for you, mm -hmm. and you can't you do anything that. about yeah, it. Yeah, you can't correct that. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, people make mistakes. <laughs> mistakes are fine. You learn from that, mm -hmm. but you got to be allowed to make them yourself. Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. Look how many mistakes Donald Trump is making. He's still there. <laughs> you get political now? Let's do this. All right. You guys have had a lot of changes with your politics, and now America is going through changes with its politics. And uh, have you uh, seen any of our politicians that are, uh, or supposed politicians? No, <laughs> literally, who's running? Yeah, I have no yeah, idea. Who, yeah. yeah. Someone said something about Donald Trump. Never heard of him. Yeah. Never that did, huh? Doesn't seem there's, to get any no press. There's no Trump buildings? No, <laughs> never, hit, never get any press of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've heard we've heard of a couple. <laughs> we get a couple of um, couple of things. The best over. was when there is a baby crying and he goes, "Oh, I love babies." <laughs> I was just kidding. Get him out of here. <laughs> That's like saying, you know, the fans are making too much noise yeah, when they yeah. like him. Get him out of here. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's charming. Yeah, he's really charming. So I guess on that note, that's uh, <laughs> that's all we can say about the incredible Donald Trump. And uh, actually, we're broadcasting high atop the uh, Trump Tower here in Chicago on WPVN. <laughs> this is a true story, so uh, they're probably going to shut us off the air right about now. Nice. Anyhow, so anyhow, this is JBTV, and let's kick the show off with one of your live songs today. What do you want to see first? We get to choose? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Um, this is your show. Let me just remind myself, what do we play today? Okay, we, yeah. we'd like to hear something to believe in. 
cool. Tell us about this song. Where'd you come up with this? Uh, I wrote this back in England. Um, it was a, I mean, it's just a great free-spirited song. It's got a great pop um, vibe. I, I adore pop music. And I'm, I just, yeah, I just, it, it really makes me feel good to, to play and sing this song. It's very optimistic. Mm-hmm. And I think for a very long time, because we come from England, we have a, there's a long tradition of playing really depressing songs really, yeah, yeah. really fast. Um, so this was a great experiment in doing something a lot brighter and more hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm a flickering flame without your Welcome back to JVTV. This is a great addition with a silent film in the studio. Now another live song of yours. What do you want to see now? Uh, I choose. Um, well, we got, I, I don't know if this is allowed. How, I mean, you're, you don't seem like a man for rules. No rules. What? what? Yeah. yeah. Well, I might quite like to hear the uh, two-song medley we did cool. at the end of the set. Cool. So if that's, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, no. but if we were able to do two we songs. We can do that, yeah. So maybe... Um, <laughs> 
I would like to hear uh, You Will Leave a Mark running into uh, Danny Dakota in the Wishing Well. Yeah, that yeah. was your big hit. That was the first breakout hit, wasn't it, that one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, of course, I just call it the Wishing Well. but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a long title. We've yeah. got to shorten our titles, uh, get a little more snappy. Uh, but uh, yeah, d- uh, that was a, just that song just really hit people lyrically. I think it was um, it was a great um, moment for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it still is, and it's living on and getting better and better and better. Good. Well, and I, I, yeah, music should be able to live on. It shouldn't just always need something new to engage with if it mattered then it should matter now as well so that's important and that's what it's doing here it is right now on our jb tv hd stage the medley of great music continues with a great band here they are a silent film
Yeah. Just like last time, huh? It's great, man. It's so <laughs> natural. Awesome. Yeah. Have you made any new videos or anything? So we did a video for that first one, Something to Believe In. Mm -hmm. um, and we... I was going to lean again. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lean. Let's see <laughs> no, we... Um, yeah, that video was really fun. We did... Uh, we wanted to do... So did you ever get... Did you ever watch Top of the Pops, the UK? Yeah, like, that was a big show. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, cool, yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. like, we obviously grew up with that and we wanted to do a video... And again, this is the kind of the, the very optimistic song that like Robert was saying about the lyrics. You know, it's very like, for us, it's, it's about the happiest thing we've ever done. Um, so we thought we could actually do a fun video rather than a really morose, depressing video for mm -hmm. once. Um, so we wanted to do kind of like a pastiche of, um, of, of that top of the pops, 90s, sort mm -hmm. of super neon, like uncomfortable, uh, <laughs> kind of like not that well shot, uh -huh. uh, chaos happening behind the scenes. Uh -huh. uh, shoot, so we decided to do that. So uh, yeah, so we, we made a sort of top of the pops video for, for something to believe in, which cool. was fun. Have you been on any American TV shows, the late night shows or anything? We yet? haven't done a late night, no. Wait a minute, you've been is... around all the... America, America, come on, Conan yeah. O'Brien, what the hell are you doing? Why yeah. isn't a silent film on oh, no. Jimmy Kimmel? Why not? Come on, Jimmy, book this band. That is your real name. Stephen Colbert <laughs> on CBS, come on. I was watching you last night, Colbert. Come on. Yeah. Colbert is awesome. He, he did all the awesome. stuff during the elections, during yeah. the, the conventions and stuff. A brilliant stuff. I mean, yeah. he knocked it out of the park. CBS, you guys have got a winner there. And then he had Jon Stewart come on, you know, because they were Classic. talking about the great politics here in America. Anyhow, another new song of yours on a JBTV stage. What should we see now? We could listen to a song called Paralyzed. Paralyzed. We choose Paralyzed. <laughs> Where did this song come from? Um, this really came from sort of... Uh, it's just, uh, it's I mean, just we we always want to keep challenging ourselves, pushing yeah. ourselves to do different things. Mm -hmm. There's actually quite a unique thing to this song amongst our other songs. Is there's no guitar in it at all. We play it live with guitar, but there's no guitar in the recording. So we were using synthesizers and um, all sorts of different techniques where we were triggering sounds and bass lines off of the drum kit mm -hmm. when it was Spencer and I just writing in the studio together. So I'm messing around with vocoder. Vocoders and stuff like that. So yeah. we, we went sort of super 80s, but also super sort of current, like mm -hmm. the kind of production that I hear in um, Rihanna and Kanye West and stuff that I know people wouldn't specifically, wouldn't usually think that we're listening to, but we are. We are listening and we're inspired by all music. Mm -hmm. So we did our own kind of... Uh, we dreamed up our own way to, to get that into our music, and I think it fits perfectly. Wow. And it's a it's a real thrill to play on stage. Another big hit of yours. I'm, big hitter. Yeah, I, I think I, so. Yeah. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio. In, in, uh, <laughs> intro it for us here. <laughs> okay, this is our song, Paralyzed. Paralyzed. <laughs> Spelt with an S, not a Z. S. <laughs> right, so what's your name? D. D, just D. Just D. D-E-E. -E. Is that because your name's really actually really yes, hard to pronounce? Yes, you know what? It means the planet Earth. Really?
So welcome back to JBTV. I've got a silent film in the studio. This is a great edition of the show. Now, now another live song on our JBTV HD stage. We, uh, we played a song called I Don't Need a Reason today, which is if we ever had written a song that could, it couldn't, but if it could have been played in a 50s style video montage with like wow. outdoor cinemas and people going and like sweethearts and diners and people drinking milkshakes. <laughs> the good old days in the 50s. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if we ever wrote a song that maybe could go over that kind of footage, it would be this song. Nice. I could see you guys yeah. doing a video like that. I, where it's sort of I that, think after this that particular great, conversation, you know? we probably will. You know, <laughs> I sort of look at the old Leave It to Beaver shows. <laughs> yeah. What is the Leave It to Beaver? What, what? That was a big show in America back in the uh, 50s or right. 60s. We so. only got Happy Days. I guess that's the only one that made oh, really? it. Oh, really? I thought yeah. you guys had everything. You don't get all the old classics? So... Um, yeah, it's strange. We had a lot of British. We had Monty Python and stuff like that. Yeah. So we had a lot well, Monty of British. Monty Python, that's, you know, killer. killer. So we, yeah. we had a lot Remember of that song? Always look on the bright side of life. I mean, that was just like shows. That was such a positive song, you know? Yeah. So even no matter when you get the press, ah, play that song, yeah. you know? <laughs> yes, people don't play it on the radio here in uh, America that much. Well, you know, you, with your Trumps and you're not playing your Monty Python, what has happened to this country, man? I don't you know. know? I was gonna call you over last night I swear that we were having the same dream Again, I've been sleeping on your side for some time And I wonder how you're feeling the same thing. Maybe I do Oh, you
So Harbour Lights uh, is a song that um, we played a show a while ago now in Dewey Beach, Delaware. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I won't tell the whole story, but Go for it the whole story. ended with Robert on his own at the end of a pier um, where no one could find him. And uh, I walk off. I was. I w- I knew where I was. Anyway. You knew where you were. <laughs> we didn't know where you were. But he actually wrote this song uh, there. So this uh-huh. quite like hectic show. Um, very hot that day, and there was a lot of drunk people. Um, ended with this like song coming out of it, uh, which ended up being a single for us. So that was a really good day in and Delaware. You just wandered actually. off by yourself to do it. Yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah. Is that Usually, the last time you, when you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's like right around the time we're loading out. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> I don't believe no. that at all. Because when you came here, you know, considering how big you guys are now and how successful you're getting, you would think you would, you'd have roadies to do everything. You're still doing everything, which is the only way to do it because you're totally satisfied. This is the way I want it. I don't have any issues. Yeah. It's, you know... We don't need anyone to do anything for us. It's yeah. like if we, we need, if we need someone, we'll ask someone. Yeah. But it's it's not just because we've reached some sort of status, we suddenly can't lift up our own gear. That's ridiculous. We, yeah. yeah, we would yeah. honestly get bored. I, I just, what else do we want to do? I, like, I have a theory that that touring, if you don't actually enjoy it and commit to it, touring will rot your brain. Yeah. Just constantly getting told to go here to here, here to here. Mm-hmm. Don't actually, you know, work. Mm-hmm. And just turn up on stage and then take the reward. You sort of get lazy then, too, because you're not in touch with the music and everything, you know? Yeah, without doubt. If you don't see the city you're driving into and then then see it as you leave, if you sleep through all that... Um, what what are you really going to gain? Out you know, of in it? some bands, they don't even know what city they're in. Yeah. They'll say, hello, old... Pittsburgh, and they're really in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, it's a dreadful well, old cliche. I, I do have some sympathy with them because <laughs> I've seen that happen to two friends of mine, yeah. front men, who've done that. And I swear, they definitely knew where they were. They just had that moment where, where they, they blew it. Yeah. And then you never get that show back. Like, everyone is just like, uh, this guy. And <laughs> like, what an asshole. <laughs> um but so, that happens, yeah. you know. It just does happen. Yeah. Like, you have yeah. a momentary a momentary lapse of reason. Yeah. I mean, we had yeah. Capital Cities on, and instead of saying Chicago, he said, Hello, Pittsburgh! Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, you know what? I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm exactly. The There's no doubt. problem with that at all. Yeah. Shout out to another city. Cool.
back into the recording studio and start a new album tell us about that yeah i guess we're always writing but the the, the process of capturing it is is very sort of important and sacred mm -hmm. so we will make sure we've got all our ducks lined up and we will start hitting the studio around christmas i think yep. yeah so you already have songs written for this or are you testing yeah. any of them out cool. we've been playing a lot of songs on this new tour and it's just we're, we're going really well uh, i have yeah. a really good feeling about the next <laughs> album so feeling very wow confident. so where are you recording it at we we do all sorts. We we don't need a big flashy studio. It's too expensive. Doesn't work out for us. So we 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 have great sort of as we travel around the United States, we tend to pick up little bits of equipment and then we we take them back and we we use them at home and stuff. So we so you're we, equipment collectors very much so. So we we have a really specifically attuned to us recording setup at home where we can do a lot of work and that's a great great pleasure. And then we maybe pick a particular studio for a particular drum sound and we'll be very frugal about that we'll go somewhere here go somewhere there um, and and we just build it up that way it's, it's it's a joy of working with music these days i know it was, it was a nice in the old days when you had tape and you had the whole experience of being in a studio behind a big mixing desk but mm -hmm. eh, it doesn't really work like that anymore it's mm -hmm. just too expensive so we go to i mean before this we went out to tennessee and spent um, nine days in a cabin in Tennessee, and we brought just enough equipment so wow. we could record. So we demoed a lot of the songs with a beautiful landscape, mm -hmm. which is more inspiring than a giant mixing desk, in my opinion. 
Yeah, and you had time to relax and uh, get out and, and eat things. well, yeah. and, and yeah, and yeah. It, 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 yeah, it didn't. Are you guys like vegetarians and stuff, or uh, no? no? <laughs> what would be your ideal food? Uh, uh, meat, yeah, like um, steak or prime rib. Or yeah, rib. the meat platter, uh-huh. just the meat platter. <laughs> All the meats, double meat, mm-hmm. double meat. Mm-hmm. So you're platter. a beef industry uh, supporter here. <laughs> huge, huge fan of the beef industry. Oh, yeah. me too. You got to go to Carson's or Gene and Georgetti's here if you like the steak. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's yeah. so much good food, but they, you know, it's a difference between corporate food. Yep. And food that's raised on an actual farm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, grazing and doing stuff that tastes different and it tastes better. I can't explain yeah. it, but it does, you know. It also just feels better as your sort of position in the universe. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Well, certainly, we've, we've come to the point where we don't need to just eat any old rubbish, mm-hmm. so to speak. I know that sounds kind of um, arrogant, but it is better to perhaps not eat meat when you're just buying something that has clearly not been treated well. And yeah. if you can actually save the time and treat it as a privilege to eat meat, that stuff that's been raised really, really well. That, that's, that's a nice way to sort of bridge the gap between vegetarianism and... Yeah. And, I was uh, trying to make out like we weren't pretentious, but we are kind of pretentious. Like, I do I pretty so. much <laughs> do pretty much just eat organic food. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like rock and roll. Ah, I drink loads of beer. Woo! <laughs> Party! <laughs> yes, but it's only special beer. But obviously it's craft beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. This is a great edition of JBTV with a silent film in the studio. Have we gotten all the live songs in? One more. Let's one do light, more. Let's do Lightning Strike. Mm. Let's go out with a bang. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about this one. Lightning Strike, first single off the last album. It's just, uh, it's it's really Springsteen-esque. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, we love that. It's a good story. It's really upbeat, up-tempo. And it, it just, yeah, it's just a good old love song. If you dig deeper in the lyrics, there's like a, a deeper metaphor. But basically, mm-hmm. it's just a love song. Wow. And it must have been good for you then. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a pleasure. I mean, I, that's, that's what 90% of the song's about. Yeah. For, good, for good reason. Yeah, it's yeah. important. You guys feeling good? Yeah. All right, this is lightning strike. Here we go.
just standing at the point where you wouldn't dare accept the cliche. You wouldn't stop me when I just got up the courage to say, I'm ready for a big show. Well, there you go. Another great edition of JBTV from the Hard the Windy City, downtown Chicago. Thank you. Thank you, James. For being on the show. Thank you so you much. You guys are so amazing. Thank I can't you. wait. You're going to come back so again? Please. Of course. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yay! <laughs> yeah, of course. I, again, it is so great to have these bands at the very beginning. You saw them like two years ago. When it was, what, yeah, two years two ago, years right? Ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so every two years you're going to have to come back. But yeah. it would be nicer if, you know, a little in between. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, hey, maybe yeah, we'll, yeah. See, we'll see what we can do for the next yeah. one. Yeah. Cool. We can do. And anything you want to get out, if there's anything we can help you with, if you have any Thank special you. tracks or videos you need played while you're on tour or not yeah. in America, we're here to help you. Thank, so. Thank you, Jerry. Thank yeah. you. Thank That's you. So, cool. so till next time, it's Jerry Bryant from the Windy City saying bye-bye, stay high, and keep on rocking and rolling with the best music, the best artists that are always right here on this very carpet for 33 years, JBTV, and follow this band, buy their merchandise. A silent film. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, Chicago and the world. Well, there you go. That was the last interview before they broke up a silent film right here on JBTV, the podcast. Their music is so good. Their songs are so inspirational. It's been part of my recovery uh, with stage four cancer. So till next time, this is Jerry Bryant in the year 2021 saying bye-bye, stay high, and thank you for subscribing to JBTV, the podcast. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship. The studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts 
or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.